or these very um, emotional analogies. And I think it doesn't help us to understand the nature of uh, the current situation or, or the, the challenges that, that, that Russia poses to the Euro-Atlantic community, to the UK, to, to, to the US. So, so the book is arguing for um, to, to move on effectively from the 20th century and to look at Russia as a, as a 21st century uh, challenge. That's what I'm trying to get at in the text. And what, and what is is interesting, and this this book will be of significant interest to to policy people, is that there's a lot of nuts and bolts institutions, uh, offices of the of uh, the NATO, offices of the UK, uh, of the United States, uh, and it it's. Uh, it's you know for people who from our side of the pond, from Washington D.C. policy people really uh, kind of uh, benefit from from this account. But from my perspective as a historian, it, it also comes down to language, even the very terms that we're using. Uh, and you make a big deal about this, which I think is good. You know, deterrence and Cold War, all of these terms themselves, which people might use casually, actually have loaded meetings. And it's time even not just to say, hey, this office or this particular policy, but even the terminology that we use, you have to think about it before applying it for a 21st, applying 20th century terminology to a 21st century relationship. Absolutely, I couldn't couldn't agree more. As a as someone who was educated as a historian originally myself, I I, I come back to the use of history in the book, and uh, one of the things I hope that, that that comes through is that history isn't particularly about just drawing analogies. It's actually about how to think through and how to use empathy and so on to understand uh, to understand how others may may see the world. That doesn't mean we necessarily agree with them, of course. But right at the heart of this is terminology, and yeah. And how we go about understanding uh, the, the nature of the questions that are being posed of us. So for, I, you mentioned Cold War, but there's also a number of others that we talk about with regards to Russia, the sort of abstraction of the challenge, um, hybrid warfare, for instance, or measures short of war, which don't really describe the nature of the problem very satisfactorily. I mean, I, I do hope that the book is, while, it, yes, it's, it is aimed in some senses at, at, at policymakers, I Really, the, the the idea in my mind when I was writing this was to pro, was to provide a, um, a a a text that the 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 interested individual could read. So it's 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 certainly for policymakers, but I want to I wanted to start right at the beginning and and draw people into it as wide an audience as possible. I think if if our leaders are going to talk about great power competition for the twenty first century, I think it's something that. Uh, the, the what can I call it, the, the the voting public ought to be um, ought to be thinking about also. So it's it's intended to be nice and broad in that sense, uh, while also trying to, to to guide towards a bit of, of policy and, and and thinking. I think you uh, you uh, it's a very optimistic. You speak very highly of the voting public. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that you, you set a fairly high bar for the voting public. Uh, well, I I am uh, I am encouraged by your optimism. Uh, I I would say uh, that yes, those who, people in the kind of the reading public uh, uh, who who see through the fact that a policy and institutions uh, need to you understand need to really understand what is underneath them. Uh, that broader sense of politics of uh, the the public it may not be every single last voter, but. 